Welcome to the Mom and Dot 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 Podcasts. We're your hosts, Suzanne Kearns and Missy Stevens. We want to help you through everything that happens in the ellipses, from your professional life to your emotional health. You're a mom and so much more. Let's figure out what comes next together. Welcome to the Mom and Dot 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 Podcast. I'm Suzanne Kearns, a mom and dot 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 writer, LGBTQ ally, and this week I am a gas line trench filler. Well, hopefully. <laughs> We're still waiting for the inspection approval, but uh, yeah, y'all are going to have to look at the pictures of this moat. Literally a moat because of the well, rain. Well, yeah, it's been full of had. water. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we're going to fill that thing in. The dogs are going to get to go outside again. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) And I'm Missy Stevens, a mom and dot, 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 writer, child advocate, and this week, summer camp director, because the kids are going to be out of school, and they were barely in school to begin with. So now I have to figure out what to do with them for the summer. Just lock them outside. For real. Go to the pool and stay there. (laughs) Our guest today is Shannon Rafalowski. She is my friend and coach, and we met years ago through Summer League Swim, and we still serve on a board together. Mm -hmm. So Shannon is a transformation leader dedicated to helping women recovering from body image issues, eating disorders, and perfectionism by aligning mental and physical self-care. She gets people off that hamster wheel of shame and into a space where they can find truth, freedom, and connection for a fully authentic, passionate life. She is a certified professional life coach and a certified swim coach. Shannon is the founder of Tush Life Coaching. And I love this. Tush stands for to undo habits. That's amazing. (laughs) I know. I love it. She also has a line of patented exercise products called Tush that are in production right now. Welcome, Shannon. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here and to have a fantastic conversation with both of you. Yes. One of the things that Missy has mentioned that you're very good about this process of really helping people determine their values and having Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. values help anchor you, whether it be in making decisions or how you treat yourself or how you live with your family. Um, I don't mean, how do you live with your family, but I mean, the way in which you go day to day as a family. Um, so, and we've talked about values a lot on the show and I'm really curious about any nuts and bolts tips that you have for having people mm-hmm. sit down and be able to be like, okay, yeah, this is, this is almost like my personal mission statement or my value yeah. set. It comes up probably every week, I feel like. We, yeah. Every guest somehow brings things back around to values, but we've yet to really like do that how-to. Like, how do you oh. identify your values and then live by them? Okay, I have the best. I've, I have looked all over for like the best way to identify values because there's thousands and thousands and thousands of values, right? So it can be incredibly daunting. Yeah. And first of all, so many people, what they do with values is they identify their values based off of their parents or their spouse or 
another family member or what you think mm-hmm. you sh- going back to society. I should think this, Oh, mm-hmm. family should be my value. So that's my value because mm-hmm. like, let's say that I asked someone, Hey, what's your value? And they're like, um, peace is my value. Okay. Why is peace your value? Well, my parents always said that peace is important because we're like, no, 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 no. That's not your value. You've adopted that value from your parents, but from within you, like really, really like heartfelt, what's important to you? What is your value? Mm. And there are, I'll I'll tell you a, a way to identify that. But the reason that it is so important to identify, let's say even your top five, you typically will have a top one or two, and then some other ones that fall into place is because if your values as your core values are being violated, And you're like, what the heck? Why does what that person just said to me, why does it feel so icky? Mm -hmm. Why does it not feel right? It's because one of your core values is being violated. So once you identify your values, you can go, "Hmm, why do I not feel so good right now? My core values are, hmm, hmm. Oh my gosh, they totally violated a core value of mine. And it makes perfect sense why this felt wrong or Mm -hmm. why that person and I, like, we are not like peanut butter and jelly. We are like (laughs) oil and water, right? And we'll probably be like oil and water. And some people um, gravitate to apples, some to oranges. And, you know, that's also a way to kind of know how there's going to be a natural gravitation and energy. So I have to kind of like look at it because, and I need my glasses because I'm 50, but um, (laughs) right. But I can kind of go over this. And then one of the things that I can offer um, is if people send me an email, I can send them this, this how to identify your values. And I can offer that to them because it's, um, it's really cool. So what I do is I have a list and I go through and I, and ask yourself if the value is extremely important, important to you, somewhat important to you or not important to you at all. And the ones that seem like they're extremely important, I will go ahead and uh, choose them and then write them down on another set of paper. So that's the first thing to do is to take a list of values. I mean, you could, you could have, like I said, thousands, but if you can, you know, a lot of times they fall together, um, certain ones. Like that sheet that you have, how many values do you think you start with there? There, there's probably, I say there's 125 on there. Yeah. It looked like a lot to me. Yeah. 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 And to narrow it down to, so you got that. I mean, so enough to confuse you for sure. Okay. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the second thing that I do is from those values that I wrote down that really stood out to me, like there's, you know, could be achievement, appreciation, personal development, which is is definitely huge for me. Um, Connection, freedom, truth, you know, all of these things, right? So you write them down on another sheet of paper. And then the next thing you want to do is you want to group them together. Like, like, for example, on this is just an example on this sheet, if you can see it, there's five different columns. And so what you want to do is take like 
a maximum of up to five different groupings. And like this one has abundance, growth, wealth, security, freedom, independence, flexibility, and peace. Those are all grouped together. Then there's a column that says balance, health, personal development, spirituality, well-being. And then there's another column that has cheerfulness, fun, happiness, humor, inspiration. So those all kind of go together. But the thing is, is like the groupings that I put together might be very different from some of these words, like independence might fall under balance for somebody Mm -hmm. else, right? So, Mm -hmm. but you group them together. And then the third thing that you want to do is you want to choose one word from each of those columns and those groupings that represents the label for the entire group. So so that's going to be that one word that you chose in each of the column as you feel like everything else is is accompanied underneath it and that one defines you, that is your value. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Does it sound like like it simplifies it? By like it is a sort of process of elimination. Yeah. But just even having the sheet in front of you is helpful. Cause I mean, when it, when you're just trying to make up words, it can just feel really overwhelming. Cause you're like, I, especially if you're you're like me and I have a hard time finding the right word for something. And then I'll be like, Oh, well, it's, it's just too much work. I give up. (laughs) This isn't something that necessarily happens in one sitting. Like it's something you kind of either go back to. I had one client and she was like, I just can't get my value. Like I just can't narrow it down. And I think for so many years, she was so, um, first of all, she was living for the sake of other people for so long. And Mm -hmm. she was the, she was a mom, like all of us. And I think as moms, we tend to do so much for everyone else and put ourselves last. So we start identifying with what's important to other people. And like I've said, it could be your parents, it could be a spouse or a partner or even kids. For me, it might even be my dogs because I just love them so much. <laughs> I'm enjoying Nature. watching one walk by in the background. <laughs> but you know yeah, what? I, like, think, I think for me and for a lot of our listeners, just knowing that other people have a hard time nailing down their values, because Missy and I have mm-hmm. kind of berated ourselves a little bit because we're just like, it just seems like something you should know if it's your value and it's that important to you, you should know what it is. I mean, it's so it's kind of counterintuitive that you have to think so hard about what something that's supposedly so important to you is. It's it's right. it's it's a little confusing, but I think it's, it'll make people feel better to know that they're not the only one struggling with it. Yeah. And one of the things that I really learned going through it was it was really easy for me to identify certain things that I did not value. I don't know if you remember that, Shannon, but we Mm -hmm. went through the list and I, anything related to like positions of power or people in power did not resonate with me. Oh yeah. And so I was really quickly able to like, I'd never even thought about circling those words. Those words Mm -hmm. turned me off in a lot of ways. And I mean, we could spend many episodes delving into the psyche behind like (laughs) what happened to me that that. But whatever it is, that's not something I value. So the exercise is also helpful mm-hmm. in that you really want to focus on what you do value, not what you don't, but it, it does help eliminate some things. Well, mm-hmm. and I think I it can... helps you like with that one. Do you remember, Missy? You were like power, like, oh, that word, Ugh. like, oh, you're just yeah. like, ah. And so it's kind of like, like a like, physical thing. Yeah. It was like, oh, 
okay, like let's work on the limiting belief behind power, you know, like (laughs) then it kind of opens up a window to something else that we could address of like the, the, like the empowering questions of like, so what do you identify with that word of power, you know, just with that word. And then that then helps unpeel the layers of what's going on behind that word that made Missy want to curl up in a ball and, and, and crawl on the floor. Right. So yeah. So, well, that's a really, that's a really interesting point of like, so, cause sometimes that reaction can be just to genuinely trust your gut, like, that is right. just something that I do not value. But can people have that same kind of negative response or just a real strong feeling that, you know, it may not be good or bad. It's just something that means that maybe that is something they value, but they're f- afraid of it or Ooh. they don't think that they should be allowed to value it. How do we interpret that response we might be getting that's where coaching comes in for sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's like, okay. So, cause a lot of people have so many limiting beliefs around abundance and money and mm-hmm. success and either being afraid of success or being fearful of mm-hmm. um, being fearful of its success or not feeling like they are successful enough. You know, it's either one way or the other And then there's the limiting beliefs around money. And even though they feel like they are this person that's successful, but there's something holding them back. So it can be a value, Mm -hmm. but it's like, why can't I step into that best version of myself? What is holding me back? So it can be a really good indicator in that way where there's, it's really is truly listening to your gut And there's a lot of journaling that can take place around this too, listening to your gut. And when you feel that, like that, that gut reaction that either feels great and resonates or resonates in a way that you're like, Mm -hmm. that triggered Mm -hmm. something, or I feel like I just stepped on a landmine, then there's something around it. If it's another word, you just kind of, you know, throw it out the window, like, ah, whatever. But if it really has some sort of a a feeling inside of you, you can explore it. Like I definitely um, encourage people to explore what that feeling is. Okay. Well, this is going to be a great exercise and Uh we highly Uh encourage. So you mentioned people to sign up with their emails, correct? To be able to get this from you. People can send me an email and then I can send these exercises along with, you know, maybe one other exercise that's really key with coaching and, and, pretty interesting as well. So some free tools, but yeah, this one is, is the best one that I've used with people because it kind of, you're not like, Oh, it's that one, right? It's that value. But when you start to narrow it down and then you group them together and then actually there's another, I'm sorry, I didn't even tell you like the next thing to do with it is what you do is so that you can see what that value looks like as an actionable core value is you want to add a verb to each value. I know. Right. So let's say it's, I haven't gotten that far. I know. So it's just expert level. It's expert level. This is like ninja stuff, right? So (laughs) you take it a step further and then like, let's say it's freedom. So live in freedom. And let's say it's opportunities, seek opportunities for making a difference. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Mindfulness, act with mindfulness, 
well-being, promote well-being, um, happiness, pr- um, multiply happiness. So mm-hmm. you can really put that that then that mm, like why is it important to me behind it, and then that gives you even more of the punch of why the value is so important to you. Yeah. Right. Well, so I like that. that's the then you meaning. can take that and like write it up as a person. Absolutely. We're doing yeah. this, Missy. We're doing yeah. it. Well, you've already done it. You're going to help me. I've do done it. some <laughs> of it and I um, chickened out and didn't finish. And so now I feel encouraged to oh. suck it up and finish. Yeah, okay. it's really, really good. And then finally, what you do after that is you can then write your core values in order of, of, of your priority. Now, the other thing that people, I think they get hung up on this sometimes too, is Values are also not set in stone. Like values, they can change throughout Mm -hmm. our life. Okay. So it's a little bit of the difference between like, um, um, let's say like an assessment, your values can change. They're not set in stone. Yeah. I mean, just even just from becoming a parent, I mean, sometimes, sometimes your values can change overnight. Uh, Well, the energy levels really go into a parent because when you get upset with your kid and then you can be like, you know, like all day or something happens and being able to take yourself out of that or to be able to then also look at your values and go, okay, that triggered the value that is so important to me. And Mm -hmm. I don't feel seen or heard or Mm -hmm. loved right now. And that's not okay. Just because I'm the parent, I, I don't need to take abuse either. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's right. a good reminder. Oh, what a great exercise. I'm that so excited to do this. I really love what you had to say about values being able to change. Yeah. And I think that change is scary. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously I don't think that I know that change is scary for people, but I feel like personally, I'm just speaking for myself that I have always had a huge fear of living into a change, like to say to people, well, I've changed. I don't value that anymore. I've never wanted to have that confrontation or those discussions of like, you're different, you've changed, or you used to value this. And I think that puts big breaks on making change and experiencing growth in your life. Mm -hmm. And I just, it's important to accept that my values could change. I'm older quite a bit older and I have been raising children and I have had different careers and I have had different experiences in my life and all of that's going to contribute to changing value system. Um, So it's freeing, but you just have to be willing to accept it. Well, there's so much around um, judgment of other people and worrying about judgment of other people. I mean, I have been through so many life changes in my life in the last five years. And my growth has been exponential in so many ways. And I will tell you, part of that growth that can be really, really difficult is sometimes people just don't fit in your life anymore because my values don't align with some of the people that used to be in my life. Like there were people that I used to spend holidays with and now we don't even speak. And it's not that I don't love the people. It's just that the, the environment is not the same. I don't live the same life. I live my life very differently. It's not totally structured, but I live by routine. I mean, I, I'm 
I wake up early, I meditate, I read a devotional, then I go work out. And that's how my day starts almost every day. So I'm not saying that, that it wasn't somewhat like that before, but you, you surround yourself with people of like mind. And sometimes mm-hmm. as we grow, we grow at different paces from other people. And I read a really great book years ago, and it's Ilan um, Yavanzan, In the Meantime. And the premise of the book is basically, I used to think that I needed to stay in touch with everyone through all acts of my life, right? So I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, I haven't reached out to so-and-so from high school. I mean, how silly, right? right. And, and guilt, um, you'd feel so then, guilty. Right. Like feel guilty. I'm like, but they haven't reached out to me either. But for some reason, I felt this responsibility for that person. So it's getting over feeling responsible for and moving into responsible to. And but what that book did was it made me realize that sometimes you move on like we all come into each other's lives sometimes for a reason and then we might move out of each other's lives Mm -hmm. at different rates but for that time being we can take that opportunity and learn from that person each of us like is Mm -hmm. it's a give and a take and then move on and be peaceful and graceful and like I have so much gratitude for every person that's come in my life whether it's been a good experience or a bad. So it's looking at things like something happened to me or something happened for me. Mm-hmm. And it definitely changes your perspective on all of it, right? Like instead mm-hmm. of it taking from a victim mode, it takes you into a place of opportunity. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So I think people with change and there is always change and there's been so much change And I think now moving forward after this um, pandemic and so much change is there's going to be a lot of people that are going to find that there are some some personalities and people that were in their life before that just there's not alignment anymore. Mm -hmm. So just to just to kind of build off of what you're saying, but it's accepting that change and giving yourself that grace that change is okay. And it's actually good. That means you're growing. Yeah, that's a good reminder. Because I think that is going to be a shock to some people's systems when they go back to that first party with, you know, people that they used to hang out with and be like, oh, wait, it's like interaction. Right. I don't have anything to say with you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we are switching gears a little bit because yeah, I do yes. want to make Feel sure because we talked a little bit about how important physical health is, but that we typically tend to push that to the bottom of our list. Even yeah. if we do say it's a value, mm-hmm. I think sometimes we, it tends to, to fall off the definitely the top five on a day-to-day basis. So mm-hmm. would love to hear your learnings around the mind-body connection mm-hmm. and really give me some reasons to prioritize exercise <laughs> because okay. I, I'm setting a horrible example by being, I'm very slothy. I'm a slothy Enneagram <laughs> nine and I am I've been really taking advantage of the loosey goosey school schedule to where I can sleep until eight. My kids get ready, they're fine. And I can just kind of, you know, just let the day take me where it may. And that's not a good place to be. I need to stop it. I need to snap out of it. I need to get my act together. And I think exercise is going to be part of that. 
So fix me, fix me. Okay, yes. <laughs> in so, five minutes or less, fix Suzanne. In, in five minutes or less, yes. So exercise is incredibly important from the mind and the body connection. And just real quickly to, to kind of frame that is you've probably heard people say, your thoughts create your feelings, which then influence your actions, right? Mm-hmm. So it goes from thoughts to feelings to making you react. So like if you wake up and you're like, you know, just not feeling good and you're like, ugh, like my, like this day, ugh, like you're, you're then your feelings are going to be like very sloppy, right? You're going to, mm-hmm. and so your action is then going to be probably not to move your body, right? Well, it can also be the opposite when you think about it is sometimes the actions like just like, okay, I'm getting up. This is what I'm doing. This is my routine and I am acting on it. So my actions can also then influence my feelings like, okay, I'm ready for this, which then creates your thoughts. So Mm. then your thoughts are that, you know what, if one thing doesn't get done today, at least I know that I made an accomplishment and I took care of my body. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of one way to look at it. And the other thing, when you go back to the thoughts too, because I kind of focused on if it was like a negative thought, but the best thing to do is wake up with gratitude. So you wake up and you say, what are three things I'm grateful for? Well, one of mine is routinely like, I am really grateful that I opened my eyes, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right? Yes. I have have this life that I can go and do what I want to do. Like I am grateful for waking up and having this body or, you know, whatever it is. So that immediately puts you into a grateful attitude where you're not like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. It's 630 in the morning. So that automatically kind of like changes your feelings that will help enforce your actions. So that's kind of just like an overview. But the, the thing with exercise that is really powerful is that the left side of your brain is kind of like your intelligent side of your brain or your, it could also be your ego side or your fear-based side of your brain. Your right side of your brain is more of like your heart-centered side of your brain. Mm -hmm. So when you go to exercise, if you feel like you are just really stressed and kind of, um, like anxious and kind of like, um, even like things just aren't feel like they're falling into place. A lot of times it's one side of the brain that's taking over the other side. And most of the time it's that fear-based side or that ego-based side. So when you go to move your body, even if it's a 10 minute walk, if you are moving your body bilaterally, So walking, running, swimming, most things that you're going to do in exercise is going to be some sort of bilateral movement, tennis, you know, whatever it may be. What you're doing is you are realigning your mind and your body. So you're recentering your mind and your body. So uh, it really is so vital and so important for so many reasons to get some exercise. It's so fascinating. And I think you've kind of answered it. But a lot of busy moms, especially who are Mm -hmm. in the habit of pushing this to the end of their day, may be Mm -hmm. listening and thinking, I don't have 30 minutes. I may not even have 10 minutes. 
What are some simple tips and even some really simple, I love the idea of the bilateral movement. Like that really clicks with me. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. So what are some simple things they can do in short bursts? And is there science to back that up that these short bursts are actually beneficial? Oh my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just a few minutes can take those stress levels down. And it's the same thing with meditation. Meditation, I also highly recommend, which we could do a whole segment on meditation and what that does to rewire your brain and take some of the traumatic events out. But back to the exercise part. Um, (laughs) First of all, I want people to understand to the exercise doesn't have to be going to lift weights or running five miles. I had a private group called Tush Tribe and what we did in that group and what what we really talked about was identifying what it is that you love. And it doesn't have to be running five miles. It doesn't have to be swimming, you know, a hundred laps. It could be gardening, okay? That is moving your body. It can be walking your dog. It can be, it could, it's just... Moving your body is the biggest thing is to move your body and get up and move around. Okay. It can be stretching in your house. It's just, it's anything that you enjoy. So first of all, take the pressure off of yourself for feeling like you have to go to an exercise class or you Mm -hmm. have to go for a jog. Um, Take that pressure off. And rather than saying like, I have to go exercise, you say, I get to do this today. Mm. I get to stretch my body. I get to go walk around the block. I get to go walk my dog. I get to spend some time riding my bike with my daughter on the trails or something, you know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be like hardcore stuff. So it just shifts you again into a place of gratitude. And another way to fit it in is realizing that number one, self-care is not selfish. Okay. When you take care of yourself, you are the example for your children, for your spouse, for your partner, for your neighbors, for your friends, get an accountability partner, get someone to come with you and fill that piece of connection that we were talking about where, you know, the anecdote of addiction is connection. So fill that gap and have somebody come with you. So self-care is not selfish. I remember when um, my twins were really, really young, like they could hardly talk and I would take time to go swimming or running. And we had this little doll and they came up to me and they looked at me and they could move its legs. And they were like, mommy running, mommy running, mommy running, mommy running. And I was like, Like, I didn't even know they noticed it, you know? Mm -hmm. So we are such a big example for our children and instilling health in them. Mm -hmm. So self-care is not selfish. And also self-care is not what a lot of people think of. Self-care, people think it's like getting your hair done, getting your nails done, you know, getting a massage. No, self-care is discipline and it's being intentional about how you spend your time. So self-care is planning it into your day and creating some sort of a routine that works for you. It doesn't mean it has to be at 5 a.m. It doesn't, it just has to be, if you schedule it into your time, maybe the time that works best for you, Suzanne, is at five o'clock at night. 
but it's identifying what works best for you and sticking with that schedule so that you are taking care of your body. I always say I'm taking care of your body to take care of your soul, because if you don't have a body, you can't deliver this amazing podcast. You can't deliver these incredible gifts that you have been given in this world and this purpose of what you're delivering to everyone and all of these incredible moms to make this world a better place. So it's just so vitally important to take care of our health. This is exactly what I needed today. (laughs) And I think one of the huge things that Shannon really helped me with was letting go of it having to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. because for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because I grew up, it makes me giggle to say an athlete. I'm like the world's most unathletic athlete, but I grew up swimming and I played soccer in high school and I always enjoyed athletic pursuits and did marathons and triathlons. And I know anyone who's met me in my forties is like, what? But <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I just don't, like, I don't do all of that anymore. So they're like, who did that? But, um, I've always loved it. But I think because I come from that background of training, and having coaches and all of that, to me, it wasn't exercise if it wasn't like, get up early, go at this time, mm-hmm. do it. So if I if I missed that window, then I would just be like, I missed my window. I'm not an athlete anymore. I couldn't do this if I tried. You know, it's just the self-talk was so dangerous and very shaming. And Shannon really helped me reframe that to that I get to and to yes. find something I liked. Mm-hmm. And I have, I found some things I liked and I... Don't worry about what time of day it happens. I, for me, because life is crazy and the pandemic and it's not going to stop being crazy. I just look at every day and I'm like, what time today can I make Mm -hmm. that happen? And, um, Mm -hmm. it's so freeing. It's so freeing. And I don't feel any guilt over what sort of exercise I choose. Not like I have to be on the bike for an hour sweating. I don't have to do that. If I am great, but it doesn't have to be that. And it's, it's a gift. Yeah. So what I do a lot of times, like, okay. So when, when, um, my youngest is up at swim practice, she's there for 45 minutes. So if I didn't get something in, or if I want something additional, I'll show you guys a little preview. If you want to see of tush what the product is. Okay. There's a couple things actually, but so this is what I do. Okay. So this, these are prototypes by the way, but so this is tush. Okay. This is Tush. They're a set of mats. They're slip resistant on one side and they're really, really comfortable on the other side. And for people who are listening and can't see it, it's almost like the size of a book. So it's basically these pads that are like the size of a book each that you can put in different combinations, whether you're sitting or kneeling or um, on the go. So you don't need to take a workout mat or you don't need to have anything really bulky. You could slide it in your purse. Um, yeah. I sound like I'm doing an infomercial, but I'm just trying to, no, right. <laughs> trying to explain right, it to people, some people are just listening. Who are listening. Yeah. So for the people who are listening, it's basically, instead of having this big old workout mat, it's the, your touch points of what would be on a workout mat have their own little tiny mats. Um, yeah. so you don't have to have the whole thing. Um, it's more so convenient. Like taking a yoga mat with you is a pain. Oh yeah. yeah. And mine and... get all dog furry. Oh, and, oh right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And actually, um, I really love these for swimming because the, it, it's going to change the way a lot of swimmers do their workouts because right now they'll do dry land either before or after a workout. And this way they can jump out in the middle of a set 
and they can do some sit-ups, push-ups, whatever, right in the middle and mix it up. So what I will do is I'll go up to the pavilion. This is all I need. I've got, I'll sit my tush right here, okay? <laughs> my tush right here, and then I'll line it up this way and I'll do sit-ups, or I can line it up this way, or I can line it up this way, right? So my booty is protected, and really all I need, I might get a little dirty, but that protects my spine, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then also I can put these underneath my knees, underneath my elbows for planks, underneath my feet, I can do I, all different ways underneath my hands, if my, it's hurting my hands. And then I took it a step further and there is another piece that is, it's a polished plastic. And then on this side is a piece of felt. So then you can place these on here or not. You can always just put your hands on there too. And these become sliders. Sliders. So it's a whole Ooh. system. And then the other product I have, which is, I mean, so that one's patented. This is not, these are resistance bands. And these are like more like booty bands. And these bands are great because they don't pull the hair off of your lip. I mean, <laughs> I do not have hairy legs, but if men were using <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I do. Even those, I, hey, even those I other bands, that. you know, that roll up. The and plastic like ones that roll, skin. I hate those. Yeah. So, so these are the two products right now, but as time goes on right now, I'm, this is, it's just been a bear getting this actually, we had to find resourcing and so forth, but they are ready to make these. And it's just a matter of time that these will be here and, and they will be on. I want them. I want so great idea. for travel. Um, the other thing, like you can take it up. I have a friend who, whose daughter is in dance. And they're doing so like they're intensive in dance and they're doing so many sit-ups and always on that, on those hardwood floors. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have a friend that takes hers to restaurants because there aren't any cushions anymore with COVID. And it's not these with COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't really even think about bad. that. You're right. It, there's no more cushions. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like I came up with this idea way before COVID I was traveling mm -hmm. and doing a workout with a friend of mine at her gym. And we did so many sit-ups that that sits bone was just completely raw. And I think everyone has that problem. And if guys yeah. say they don't, they're lying. They do too. They're just <laughs> not going to admit it. And then I, I just came up with this idea and um, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to reach out to some people and see if I can, if, if it's a thing and then came up with the name Tush. And um, now there's Tush Life Coaching and just, it's a little bit of, of a whole mind body, you know, the, the mental and the physical all put together and just to yeah. help everybody live a healthy, centered, passionate life, living your best life all the way around from the inside out. That's the perfect mm -hmm. message. And so yeah. when are these available? You said they're prototypes. When is it available? They are prototypes. Well, so let's see. I'm going to say, I'm going to say August. August. I'm going to say August. Right. Um, I would like for it to be sooner, but um, it probably won't be. <laughs> <laughs> Shipping is crazy right now. You know, two years with COVID. I'm like, come on. And that's the thing. I was like, those were, that was like the perfect time, but that's like, everything. You can't, you can't get materials. You can't nope. get different things. So um, no, I think people are going to need it even more when they're on the go. 
right? Yeah. Because true. when you're yeah. at home, you can you can have your own mat, and it doesn't matter if it gets yeah. all gross, and you're not like put in the grass or whatever. But no, when people are like really on the go, going yeah. to hotels, especially like people yes. who are doing business travel again, and you know you don't want to touch the hotel floor. Oh, You've got this right. like layer. I always try to figure out you. how to like. <laughs> take my mat and it's just so like if you're flying yes. you almost can't i have one that folds but i don't like that mat it's right. slippery and then it takes up like so it. much room yes. yeah yeah and you know i don't know if gyms are gonna go back to sharing mats and i don't know how people are gonna feel about that even if no. they do you know i mean i barely want to share mine with it my was family now. before <laughs> it right. was so bad because you never know like i purposely position myself so that my face won't be where my feet were or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know what the previous 20 people's feet were doing on that mat. Like, or, yeah. or their tush, oh right? right? Or their tush. Or their tush. Yeah, because oh, I used yeah. to put yucky. like another towel under my tush because it was just never thick enough, you know, or like, and these are so comfortable. Um, so part of this too, I was like, well, even if I used a mat, like I'd have a supplement because mm -hmm. I would put a towel under me and then I'd be like wiping my face with it. You know? yes. With your tush towel. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think I will actually come out with a tush towel, but it'll be yeah. you know, one of the things I, I, I want to do with the packaging and it probably won't be the first round, but is have some wipes made that say like tush, don't forget to wipe. And oh, like, I love it. <laughs> because love that's the it. thing too, like with exercise is again, going back to people feeling like they have to like have to run, they have to exercise, right? right? Instead of it's like, I get to exercise and it's bringing the playfulness back into it, the playfulness and the joy of moving your body. And yeah. so why does it have to be so serious? So let's just yeah. like, you know, so that's part of the, the name and the fun. And that also goes along with the mental part is, you know, to undo habits. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. I think that that reminder of what the TUSH acronym stands for is the perfect place to wrap it up. I think that just says <laughs> yeah. everything about what we've been talking about today. Well, we got to do our look, listen, learns then. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we like to do uh, the look, listen, learn segment of every show so that listeners can learn a little bit about you outside of your area of expertise. So just yeah. look can be anything that you've been reading, watching on TV, listen could be a podcast or a song that you love. And learning is just something you've learned about. Um, it could be an actual like educational thing, or it can be a product or amazing yeah. thing that you've I learned about. This really week. silly. Today. Okay. Yeah. This is easy. But, okay. Three of like, um, even if I'm not reading it now, I kind of read them always, but three of the most influential books that changed my life were probably, I would say Brene Brown's uh, Gifts of Imperfection, a really awesome one. And I love listening to this one because she's kind of got a raspy voice and she says the F word a lot is you are a badass by Jen Sincero. Yeah. And that is so good to even listen to because she's funny. And then I read Think, Think and Grow Rich when I was like 16 years old, which was, I was that weird kid that read um, personal development books. books when I was, yeah, when I was a <laughs> little girl. Right. So there's so many, but those are, those are three of those. And then listen is two of my very favorite podcasts is one is Rob Dial. And that is the mindset mentor. He, he is incredible. He's actually here in Austin and he trains 
coaches to build their businesses. So he trains life coaches or coaches or could be fitness coaches, whatever, but Mm -hmm. how to build their business. But he is just an incredible person. And also his podcast is so good. And they are usually 15 to 20 minute snippets. And he just started adding in an interview section. I think he's doing those on Fridays. So it's the Mindset Mentor. And I also love the School of Greatness, which is Lewis Howes. Oh, he's so good. And he, and Rob Dial just had Lewis Howes on today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll I was like, this podcast. is my jam. <laughs> this is my thing. You know, so, and there's a ton of, um, I like like the personal development and a lot of personal development podcasts. Yeah. So there's another one that is the inside story. And this was someone that was a coach of mine. April Pertwee, and she works with people to talk about their story, to present their stories, and everybody has a story. So it's just a different take. You've got three different ones that are really good there. And then look, listen, and learn, Learn. which kind of is all of those. Yeah, that that does kind of fit all those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's so much. Yeah, I think last year I read like over 100 books. So there's just like, I could, yeah. Go on and on. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, yeah. Missy. Yeah, have you been yeah. have you been look listen learning? Yeah. Um so this I I brought the cover, not the book, the books on my bedside table, but I always take the cover off because they get in the way. But <laughs> The Kindest Lie by Nancy Johnson. So I picked this. Some friends of mine gave me a book of the month membership for my birthday. Oh, nice. And so I get to pick a book every month. And I I have to tell you why I picked this and why it has nothing to do with the actual story. But one of the friends who gave me this subscription, she has a cousin who I also call cousin. We'd spent some time together on a trip and he's the best. And so I call him cousin Caleb. But cousin Caleb was on a trip with someone else and bears broke into their cabin. And he was gone. He was out on a hike, but there were people like in the bottom floor and the bears came in and they rummaged around and they took all the apples (laughs) and they left. So they didn't really tear anything up and they didn't hurt anybody. They just took the apples. That kind of sounds like my son coming down for a snack. (laughs) (laughs) So when Caleb tells the story, cousin Caleb, he always says they were the kindest bears. They didn't hurt anything. They were the kindest bears. And so I can't, think of bears without thinking of the kind bears but so when I saw this title the kindest lie it made me giggle because I thought of the kindest bear the book is not particularly funny it has I mean funny moments has nothing to do with bears no bears um it's a really great story about the the dichotomy of communities how things are experienced by white people and black people it's set right as Obama is elected and one of the main characters is an affluent black woman who goes back to her community and then sees this, the complete stark difference between what's going on with white neighbors and black neighbors. And Mm. so it's really, really well-written and good. I'm not quite finished with it. I'm almost done. So that's what I'm reading this week. And then I had to bring this, we will put a picture in the show notes, but it's Tula Rose Glow and Get It. And it's a brightening eye serum, which I I don't think there's enough brightening eye serum for me today, (laughs) but I do have it on. I think you can see like there's a little glow, but you can put it over or under your makeup and it just sort of brightens those dark. I always have like, I have genetic dark under eye circles plus allergy dark circles. 
So they're always there, but it feels really good. Like it is cooling. And so it sort of has this, Oh, I don't know. It wakes, it your, eyes wakes your eye up mm. a little bit. So I like it. It's kind of silly and floofy, but I like where it. did you find it? Where where does one buy this? Is it an HEB thing or a Sephora thing? Or It's probably a Sephora thing. I got it through, um, I hope they give me something for this. I'm about to plug FabFitFun. Does anyone have a FabFitFun yes. subscription? Well, then I yeah. probably mm-hmm. have one of the, I'm going to go, my daughter always raids <laughs> the FabFitFun before I get Yeah, <laughs> so this came, I don't remember when this came. Not that long ago. Maybe the box before mm. last. I didn't get something. that one. Yeah, and okay. sometimes you don't get everything in every box. That's like true. We different. might have picked something. We might have picked something. Yeah. Else. Okay. So, but that's White where I got mine. White elephant <laughs> gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a. I think you can get it at Sephora, or I bet you can order it on Amazon. Um, okay. But any beauty Honestly. supply place. I need something. I need something. Okay. <laughs> well, here I'll I'll go into my learned. Uh, I'm gonna jump ahead to my my beauty learn. I don't know if it counts as beauty. And I told Missy, it's not hot. I'm not using like a hot mitt. It's just kind of, it's kind of soupy. So I'm, she just happened to have a hot pad in her closet. As no, I, you know what? Missy, we've talked about this. This is my dusty rose you're, and you're dusty blue knitting that I made in college when I was sick and in bed for like a year. And it, I am too high anxiety to knit. Look at this weave. I mean, like you can't even oh my see gosh. It is so tight. Um, but yeah, so that's why it cannot be an Afghan because it would weigh 400 pounds. But it's helping me hold my John Frieda Brilliant Brunette visibly deeper shampoo because I've been growing out my gray for the past two years. And I had these great visions following the Instagram, like Grombe, Grombre, Grombre, G R O. It's like, like gray ombre, and ombre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And there's these amazingly gorgeous people who are growing out these beautiful silver manes and whatever. Mm-hmm. And mine just is kind of like 15% gray and it's not, it's kind of a letdown. So I'm like, oh, I'm bored already. Do I have to have this hair for the rest of my life now? No, you don't. So I, so I sent a text to my hairdresser, good old Annie Cobb <laughs> at Peacock. And I said, okay, I'm kind of bored. Do I color it? And she said, you know what some of my clients do if they're trying to decide, they go and they do a color depositing shampoo, which is just kind of like a temporary thing. And I don't think it's doing anything. I'm going to have my I do think your hair it. looks darker up here. Does it? I think it okay. does. But, well, this, like we were discussing before, this will never, I could put brown paint on it and it would still be gray because I've got my <laughs> I've got my sideburns but I'm gonna have my daughter use it because she got her hair truly ombre a few years ago and now it's just kind of well I think it looks gorgeous but she thinks it looks brassy and stuff and she wants oh. to darken it so I was like hey there you guess go who, guess who John has to the rescue thing that's right <laughs> Frida brilliant there's a whole bunch of different ones I wouldn't say I don't know we'll see it's inconclusive so far but just so you know, this is a hairdresser recommended, not that brand necessarily, but a procedure for figuring Something like out that. If, you, yeah. if you're red, if you actually want to do a certain color. So there's that. And then for my watching, we've been watching Star Wars, The Bad Batch, um, which is on Disney Plus. And it's kind of if you're into the Clone Wars and Star Wars, it's all these clone troopers with genetic mutations. And it's kind of fun because. This is, uh, they've got this Omega, who is this a little teenage, I guess teenage, maybe preteen girl. And she's hanging out with a bunch of these tough, you know, mutant dudes. And it's, it's so it's been kind of fun. Um, 
my family thinks they're forcing me to watch it so I can earn favors by pretending I don't like it but I do like it (laughs) (laughs) but I pretend I don't so that I can get some extra Handmaid's Tale in because my husband just cannot bear to watch more than one episode a night I'm like you're very bad at binging shows (laughs) (laughs) Handmaid is a lot to watch more than one episode though yeah he won't do it he will not in fact he can barely do it two nights in a row anymore so yeah so. it's a brutal show it's brutal it is brutal so yes i have to interspace it with star wars the bad batch to bring things back yeah. together i don't think i could watch it i would be dreaming i would be i would be dreaming about it all night yeah. long mm-hmm. I, have, I have the most bizarre dreams if i watch it at night yeah I mean, my dreams are bizarre anyway Mine on a good too. day yeah so mm-hmm. we won't talk yeah. about my dreams last night uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> I dreamed that you sent me a ton of graphics to use in show promos and oh they were gosh. beautiful. They were beautiful. <laughs> I'm so excited. And I shared the first one and I was all excited. And then you were like, oh, also I stole all these. <laughs> like, you <laughs> like, lifted them somewhere. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's fine. We'll just put, we'll give credit, you know, like we won't pretend they're ours. That's fine. Oh <laughs> just, just tell everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, they were gorgeous i you had done gorgeous fake work it was like amazing. i was pretending i had done a bunch of aaron condren like things it, they all kind of looked like that maybe because we shared an aaron condren yesterday or something they all kind of were these very strong bold graphics they were oh. gorgeous i can be like all those horrible oh there's all those parenting facebook groups where they like to take things like that and they just black out the actual artist names yes. and put their logo over it those like, people just say where you got it like, and then it goes viral and they take all the credit for it so yeah credit people so wrong. people yeah 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 you can share it just explain yeah. that it's give not credit yours. give yeah. credit yeah. still the message is still there yeah, yeah. and if, at the very least when i can't find who to credit for it because usually usually it ends up being a tweet that someone turned into, into a graphic. Yes. So I always go search on Twitter. I search and do a well, reverse Google search to see if it exists. And, you know, you can only spend so much time. So I will put, you know, either author unknown or yeah, you know, photographer unknown, unknown or TBD so that people can actually help me do the research um, so that yeah. we can get them credit. So And I also kind of say, like, if it's yours, let us know. Like, we yes. want you to have credit. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yes. We want to support yeah. you. This has been so much great information and just to make sure people know where to find you to get more information and especially Mm -hmm. so that you can email them the tips about you know lining up your values um where where the best place for people to reach you there's so many places um so (laughs) instagram is my name is long but it's at shannon rafalowski um, which you are gonna have to spell that right yeah, and we'll put it in the show notes <laughs> so it's um, the last part of it Rafalowski is r-a-f-a-l-o-w-s-k-i and Shannon is your with two ends um, and then my email right now as I'm transitioning from websites is also Shannon Rafalowski mm-hmm. at gmail and um, I have some Facebook communities. I have a private community that I would love for you to come in that has a wealth of information. And just so you don't miss some posts that I put up and some videos and it's Tush Community is the name of it. And it's under Tush Habits is on the Facebook. Okay. And my website that is being revamped right now. And um and I hate to say this, it's, it's still the domains are up in the air of either Tush Life Coaching or Tush Dash Life. 
and now everything's falling under the tush umbrella. So it's Perfect. good, but it's transition. The tush umbrella. I think you just found your URL. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. The tush umbrella. It's just like a whole different kind of product. I'm not sure what it does, but <laughs> I think we probably all need a tush umbrella at some point. We just don't know we, what we, we need it for. Probably we do. Oh my gosh. Okay. Awesome. So we'll, we'll have links to all the things and all the places where people yes. can find you yeah. in the show notes as well. Great. Um, so yeah, I think that's awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so much for all the great information. I am so excited. I'm going to go sign up right now so mm -hmm. that I can start doing the value exercise that you ran us through. Yeah. So much fun. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so honored. To oh, thanks for hanging guys. out with us this afternoon. Okay. Oh, all right. Bye it was so guys. nice to meet you. Okay. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the mom and dot, dot, dot podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show today. And if you know someone else who could benefit from today's episode, be sure to share it with them. Also, please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find links to all the things we discussed today in the show notes over at our website, momandpodcast.com with the A-N-D spelled out. In between shows, you can find us at the socials, including our private mom and community Facebook group. You can find links to the group, all of our socials, and our questions and comments section over at our website, momandpodcast.com. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you so much. Now go out there and make your ellipses count.